Hi, Kalena. What's up, dude? Hey, welcome back. I feel like you're an unofficial third guest host. I was Hosting just thinking guest. that. Yeah. I was like, man, I feel like nobody has been featured on this podcast more than I have. And that doesn't make any sense to me. Three is, no, you're right now currently third. Like, three is the top. Wow. Because Jordan's been on twice. Mm-hmm. Scott's been on twice. What an honor. Right up there with Scott and Jordan. Well, you're beating them now. You should feel honored. Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife, Lacey, and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. We've hit some pretty big subjects recently. Yeah. And... The last one in particular, I did most of the talking, which I want to apologize for. <laughs> I did not. Even Lacey was like, babe, you did a lot of talking. I was like, I know. I realized that halfway through. Well, I mean, it was a soapbox, you know? And so it's like you were, you stood on your soapbox and you soapboxed. 100%. And I don't feel guilty for that. No, I just felt I bad for the listeners. I don't. I'm not mad at you for it. It means that I didn't have to talk as much. And I, I like that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about that. So, Kalina, today I was wanting to ask you or talk to you about what does your relationship with God look like? Um, what I mean by that is Lacey and I have shared very, here and there podcast, like in ep- different episodes, just some things that we do, whether it's devotional reading, Bible translations that we, whatever, move back and forth on and um, what does, and, and I think especially in light of a lot of like our previous conversations, more like I want to get to know you, like what is your relationship with God now? What do you, what have you found to be encouraging? What are th- things you're listening to, whatever books you're reading? Yeah. So let's start with that. Let's start with what is like one of the most encouraging books you've read or listened to or whatever that you're like hey this has really encouraged my faith well that's a hard one because i would just say the literal bible has been super encouraging to read but i feel like that's a cheat answer i want to laugh so bad and make a joke but (laughs) you can (laughs) this is your podcast bro Okay, so like, what what are, have you been reading then? Like, but what I'm have not you... really much of a reader, and so I don't really necessarily gravitate towards books, which maybe I should, but I'm just, I, just can't, I can't do it. Gravitate to TikToks. Yes, but there have been some incredibly encouraging TikToks. Do not laugh at me. <laughs> do not laugh at me. There have been like some incredibly like inspirational people on TikTok that are walking through very similar things mm-hmm. that I am that I'm watching their journey and watching what they're doing and I'm like man I'm not alone in this so that has been super okay. encouraging and like I, I would find their their TikTok accounts at like super like low points in the last two years or so and I'd be like man what a I needed this today you okay. know and so like make fun of me all you want for being encouraged by some TikTokers, but I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. Leave me alone. I'm a I'm, young woman in her twenties. Okay, so like, what? TikTok. You said you've been reading the Bible recently. So like, any stories? Any like 
book uh, letters or books in there that you're like, oh man, I just read this. This was super interesting. Well, I'll tell you, my favorite book in the Bible, and I feel like you can make fun of me for this one, is actually Songs of Solomon. That's fantastic. I love that book because it's like, like a little love story like not that the bible is in itself like the biggest love story of all but i do love just like reading through that that's awesome i just think it's so sweet um have you read the passion translation no not okay. none of the songs of solomon i have not no you should it, it so i just went to a conference and brian simmons mm. the lead translator for the passion he said his two favorite books in the Bible are Revelation and Song of Solomon, or Song of Songs. And um, he, that was his, he's like, I fell in love with God in Song of Solomon, mm -hmm. Song of Songs. Um, whatever translation you listen to, it'll be, or read, it'll be. Yeah. The Song of Solomon. Of the blank. best, it is, it is, what is it translated? The best song of all songs. Mm -hmm. It is. Or the best song of Solomon's. I love it. Which yeah. is funny because if I were to pick two books out of the Bible that I love to read through, it would be either Songs of Solomon or Revelation. Okay, you should, you have to, I don't care how much money you're not making, you have to immediately buy, um, <laughs> that was not a dig on you. <laughs> no, you have to, you know how like people are like, I don't care how much money, you should, yeah. you gotta buy this. I just thought I'd mix it up and say how much money you're not making. Immediately buy the Passion Translation. And in Revelation, his introduction to that um, and Song of Solomon are two of the best I've ever read. And his take on on Revelation is fantastic. It's so good. Dang. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to read it then. No, seriously, you have to. I've been reading through, this year I've been reading through the Bible, which he only has the New Testament, Psalms, Song of Solomon, there's oh in proverbs available proverbs. yeah so um i've been reading through his translation this year that's been my thing and it's <laughs> been it's been incredible yeah um okay so song of Sol what's your what have you fallen in love with in song of solomon that you're like i just really appreciate it speaks to you in what way i don't know it's it was my favorite book when i was a kid and it's just like stuck with me like if i need like a comfort book of the bible okay. like I'll, i've reread it at least a thousand times cool um i don't know so i guess it's just like my comfort items mm -hmm. is songs of solomon like nothing necessarily in particular like speaks to me like <laughs> is there is i really there... resonate with flocks of goats you know like, that really speaks to me <laughs> i want my hair someday to represent a flock moving down a mountain no, but I just I love it. Is there a ver is there a verse or like a section in Song of Solomon that you particularly like? Not or are drawn to? I was gonna have you read a passage. I was gonna see if you if you read a in the Passion. Like a, a verse like, yeah. like Ooh, I like that one. I have it. Let me hold on. Think of the verse you like. Gosh, I couldn't just think of like, the verse off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm not built like that, sir. I can't think like that on the spot. There. Okay. So it's in the back there. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, this is like a live test on whether or not, oh, go the other way, because it's at the end. Yeah, I started at the end. Um, this is like, a, I'm, now I'm nervous if I give you an assignment and you'll be like, I hate the translation. 
I'm really curious. <laughs> Let's just pause this, and I'm just gonna go read the you, Bible. You know what? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Sorry, edit. <laughs> if you hate it, I'm just gonna edit this whole section out. <laughs> oh man, I'd love to read Romans in a Passion Translation. Oh, it's fantastic. Ooh, Romans, man. Romans it's was like there. the book that got me out of everything. Okay, I feel like there's you fall in either you're a a person who loves Romans or Hebrews. And I'm a Hebrews person. Mm. I love Hebrews. I feel like it has, like, the best theology summed up. Yeah. But then others are like, no, Romans does. It's perfect. I mean, I love I loved Romans simply because it perfectly, like, very point-blank period explains what a godly marriage is supposed to look mm. like. Okay, yeah. And so whenever I was constantly getting hit with the whole, like, like this kind of marriage is okay this kind of marriage yeah. is okay yeah i would go back to that every <gasps> single time you should read that section in there yeah let's see if we can yeah. that. try to remember books of the bible in my head <laughs> yeah i know right no pressure <laughs> so awkward all right all right kalena <laughs> the the uh pastor's daughter let's do bible drill find romans Gosh, I was always a kid at um, Sunday school who would never get the piece of candy for memorizing. Oh, yeah, 100%. Never could do it. Nope, that was me too. Never could do it. Okay, let me see if I can find the actual the actual chapter there you go. in which it talks about it. It's one, right? Is it one? Because you're talking about the, the um, <coughs> dealing with God gave them over. Is yeah. that one? That, that one? Yeah, that yeah. One is one of my favorite yeah, so it's passages. one, <clears throat> one eighteen through thirty-two. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Are we gonna pause this? So no, can you can read. No, read it out loud. Just read, read it. Out yeah. Loud. Okay. All right. Dramatic reading of Romans. <laughs> you got to be really breathy, like NPR style. For God in heaven unveils his holy anger, <laughs> breaking forth against every form of sin, both toward ungodliness that lives in hearts and evil actions. For the wickedness of humanity deliberately smothers the truth and keeps people from acknowledging the truth about God. In reality, the truth of God is known instinctively, for God has embedded this knowledge inside every human heart. Opposition to truth cannot be excused on the basis of ignorance, period, because from <laughs> the creation of the world, the invisible qualities of God's nature have been made visible, such as his eternal power and transcendence. He has made his wonderful attributes easily perceived, for seeing the visible makes us understand the invisible. So then this leaves everyone without excuse. Throughout human history, the fingerprints of God were upon them, yet they refused to honor him as God or even be thankful for his kindness. Instead, they entertained corrupt and foolish thoughts about what God was like. This left them with nothing but misguided hearts steeped in moral darkness. Although claiming to be wise, they were in fact shallow fools. For only a fool would trade the unfading splendor of the immortal God to worship the fading image of other humans, idols made to look like people, animals, birds, and even creeping reptiles. This is why God lifted off his restraining hand and let them have full expression of their sinful and shameful desires. They were given over, over to moral depravity. Is it depravity or depravity? Depravity. depravity. 
yeah. dishonoring their bodies by sexual perversion amongst themselves, all because they traded the truth of God for a lie. Period. They worshipped and served the things God made rather than the God who made all things. Glory and praises to him forever and ever. Amen. Ooh. For this reason, God mm. gave them over to their own disgraceful and vile passions, inflamed with lust for one another. Men and women ignored the natural order and exchanged normal sexual relations for homosexuality. Women engaged in lesbian contact, conduct and men committed shameful acts with men, receiving in themselves a due penalty for their deviation. And because they thought it was worthless to embrace the true knowledge of God, God gave them over, gave them over to a worthless mindset to break all rules of proper conduct. Their sinful lives became full of every kind of evil, wicked schemes, greed, and cruelty. Their hearts overflowed with jealous cravings and with conflict and strife, which drove them into hateful arguments and murder. They are deceitful liars full of hostility. They are gossips who love to spread malicious slander. With inflated egos, they hurl hateful insults at God, yet they are nothing more than arrogant boasters. They are rebels against their parents and totally immoral. They are senseless, faithless, ruthless, heartless, and completely merciless. Although they are fully aware of God's laws mm. and proper order and knowing that those who do all of these things deserve to die, yet they still go headlong into darkness, encouraging others to do the same and applauding them when they do. Did you, do you like that translation? or? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Dang. Yeah. You like I said, you have to get the this one. Especially like I in in the Revelation introduction and the um, Song of Solomon introduction are are fantastic. The whole so here's the story behind the passion, is he was wanting to bring out God's passion for his creation, mm -hmm. and so um, so the, I want to say nuanced, but his translation and nuances are toward his passion for God's passion for his people. It's my new favorite favorite one. Uh well I Yeah. I think I've read that at least I've read that passage in particular a hundred mm -hmm. times just because it used to haunt me sure a couple years ago because it was true. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is so true. <laughs> right. And it used to scare the like scare the dickens out of me. And so I basically have it memorized in my head by now, mm -hmm. but seeing it like that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, hey, there you go. You did our first reading on our biblical reading on, wow. our, on our podcast. <laughs> we, we don't get that serious. first? We don't get that serious usually. <laughs> my bad, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so what else What else do you do, Kalina? So you said you, you always seem to always find your way back to Song of Solomon. As a as a book you like to read, mm -hmm. um, yeah. What else do you do to encourage your walk with? Well, walk I am I'm a worshiper, and mm -hmm. so in like a musical sense, um, and so worship music for me is my main main thing. I'll just I'll have it playing constantly mm -hmm. throughout the day in my headphones. Mm -hmm. It's just m like my way of like acknowledging his presence. Mm -hmm. I don't know if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Do you have a favorite right now? Um, Red Rocks Worship. What is it? Echo Holy. Okay, I'm going to write it down so I can link it in the show notes. Okay. Uh, Red Rock? Mm-hmm. Holy? Yes, but it's the live version. Right. Because... Oh, dude, I, always, I always default to the live one. I love the live... Because okay. if you click on it and it's a dude singing, that one's 
great, but this version, the girl sings it. Who is it, who is it by again? Red Rocks. Red Rocks. Okay. Holy? Is Echo Holy. Echo Holy. Okay, I'll find it. Um, mine right now is, uh, this is, it's not, how oh, I find my battles. It's, um, Raise a Hallelujah. Mm, that is a good one. Yeah, that one, it, it, yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite, oh, go ahead. What? What were you going to say? I don't know. Do you have a, <laughs> you're like, <gasps> No, I don't. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite band or, or worship group or I, church that you, you follow? Or So currently, it's Red Rocks. Okay. I love everything that they're putting out right now. Okay. Um, I just, I find that it is exactly like where, where you're at. Where and I'm at. Sweet. Okay. Um, but I guess the one that has like, like stood the, the longest mm-hmm. would probably be Hillsong. Mm-hmm. Love Hillsong. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, right now Lacey's on a on a kick of um, Lacey's my wife. If this is the first episode you're w- listening to watching, um, Lacey's favorite one is Maverick City. Is that it? <gasps> the fact that I didn't yeah. say Maverick City, I'm so mad. I want to know how I found Maverick City. <laughs> sure. I found Maverick City on TikTok. Hey, good for you. About a year and a half ago. So TikTok is redemptive. Yeah. Well, I found them at the beginning of like my walk. Really? With Christ. Oh, wow. Earlier last year. Really? Yes. So, okay. I, Me personally, like Lacey's only been recommending them the last probably six months-ish, but she's been list- found them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. Cool. Promises. Yep. So Spotify does a... Um, mm. Is like the yearly wrap. I mm. just actually got mine for 2021 okay. today. Okay. But my top five songs of last year, two of them were Maverick City songs. Okay. Promises and mm-hmm. Such an Awesome God. Oh, I'm going to have to look at this. Such an Awesome God. Okay. Oh, Last I weep to that one. It's good. It's so good. But Promises mm-hmm. was such a, like, an important song to me last okay. year. I'm writing this one down too. As you should. It's it's so good, and it's also 10 minutes long, <laughs> and so you can just, like, sit in it for a hot um, second. What was that one? Promises, you said? Promises. Promises. Maverick okay. City. Yep. Maverick City. Got it. Okay. Ooh, and I'm going to put down mine. Raise a hallelujah. I, okay, um, funny story about Raise a Hallelujah is not funny like haha. I did a... Uh, I prayed with someone, prayer session with someone, prayed. It was like where we we did some prayer for okay. them, with them, um, through a freedom booklet, but then personal prayer. And afterwards, I it's the first time this has ever happened, I was like heavy. And I got like this weird like anxiety. I don't, I'm not what I would say is prone to anxiety attacks mm-hmm. but like i started getting like shaky and and really and i, I immediately texted lacy and uh the friend of mine who who was praying with me um he was like my co co-prayer and i'm like dude you guys need to be praying for me i feel really weird my head is like s- foggy spinny and um i'm like i don't like it never happened during the prayer time mm-hmm. but it was just after i felt really really anxious and, and like fearful almost which is not me at all 
And I'm like, Lacey immediately is like, you need to be like worshiping and doing, praying, you know? And, and by the time she had texted back, I was listening to Raise a Hallelujah. And um, it got to the part, uh, you know, in the presence of my enemies, Raise a Hallelujah. And it got to the chorus and it was like, immediately it broke. It was kind of the weirdest thing I've experienced Whoa. in probably ever because I've never experienced something to that degree. Anyways. So well, I have a similar experience with a with a Red Rocks worship song. What one? Breakthrough, the live version. Where See? The, where I'm the gonna, girl sings it. I'm putting it down. <laughs> but I was, it was before I had come back to church. It was mm-hmm. while I was still actively living away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very much contemplating just ending it all. I was in my car. Mm-hmm. It was there was like multiple periods where I was like, the, "Today is the day I drive off a bridge," mm-hmm. and multiple things would keep happening that would make it to where I wasn't like mm. I wouldn't do it. And that song came on shuffle, <coughs> and I hadn't been listening to any sort of Christian music at that point, and so okay. it was super random that I had it saved. But my best friend Jake had sent it to me maybe a couple days before, mm. and so I was like, oh, "I'll listen to it later," and I like. I don't know what I did. I pressed like on it and I listened to it and I was like, huh, this is so good. Mm, okay. So that song. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Maverick City. Yeah. What's funny is, is the, the live version of that song is the reason that my time in the van started hmm. because originally how my van time started, which if you don't know what that means, I talk about go, it in the first go back episode and, yeah, I was here. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm linking that first episode. <laughs> Watch the whole yeah, like, <laughs> um, it was I had originally gone into the van because the van was in the garage and it was maybe midnight and I live with my family mm-hmm. and she hits this note in that song that I was like I can hit that and so originally mm-hmm. I had gone to the van to have a quiet to do, place okay. to try to sing this song yeah. which then ended up being like my place that I would meet with the lord right so i have a very very that place has a that song has a very Mm -hmm. good place in my heart thank you so much for listening to our podcast this is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website cultivaterelationships.com our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with god and others Uh, we've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear we've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet we've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos and all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you if you would like to become a partner please visit cultivaterelationships.com support now I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. So I'm a top 40s junkie. I love top 40s. I really do, Clemma. It's embarrassing, Green Man. Do you know, want to know who one of my couple, who? one of my favorites is? <laughs> who? Can you guess? I don't know. Is it is it like Bieber or something? Oh no, I'm not. There's only a couple songs I like of his. I like. I love Taylor Swift. <gasps> I am also a Swifty. I okay. love to swizzle. <laughs> but I'm also a 23-year-old girl. But uh, hey, t- 
Taylor Swift is for everyone. Do not be ashamed. Oh, I'm not. Good. But I'm pretty sure other people are now ashamed of me. <laughs> so they've stopped. They've stopped listening to the podcast. Exactly. Oh, that's the line. Oh, no, nope. that's, that's the line. I've hit. Got it. Okay. No. So I have been a top forties junkie like forever. Um, but the last two years, I've almost exclusively been listening to either worship music that I have on my phone, or podcasts to if I'm not in a music mood. But anyways. It is it, it it is so true. <laughs> the things we listen to, the things that we I know for myself allow in, I am now realizing in kind of like correlation of days that I'm struggling myself, whether it's with my own like past things that I've struggled with or getting like nitpicky with Lacey or the girls mm-hmm. directly coincide with the things that I've previously um, listen to or, or allowed to come into my brain. Um, it's funny, like, I'm feel like I've been a Christian a while, a couple yeah. of years, anyways. Um, and it's like now I'm, I'm literally seeing here to here. Okay, I listened to this over here yesterday, today I'm angsty. Yeah. Oh, it's anyway. so true, though, how yeah. influential, like, even especially music is. Yeah. Because I know for me, a couple of years ago, I would, if I was ever feeling sad, which was 90% of the time, <laughs> right. um, <laughs> I would listen to only sad songs. Like, yeah. very sad, melodramatic, cry your oh, eyeballs yeah. out music. And yeah. so I would, like, sink deeper, deeper, deeper into this place. Yes. To where now, if I ever find myself in that sort of headspace, I always will turn on some mm-hmm. good old worship music mm-hmm. to kind of, like, kind of jolt, jolt you yeah. back up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Um, so, we'll like, yeah. even in the times where I'm like, I just want to listen to Taylor Swift and cry, <laughs> like, I don't let myself. Right. Oh, no. No, I know. No, like when I was in the deepest depths of my depression, I like to call it disappointment, but whatever. Same old, same old. Um, I was like full on. I called myself like the a junior high, um, like emo. Like yeah. I was full on junior high emo, listening to like the bands I listened to growing up. You know, <laughs> like yeah anyways i was like full on and uh but yeah it is it and which would almost perpetuate my angst and oh, sure. frustration and disappointment and depression yeah yeah what um so with that okay so song of solomon this book you find yourself going back to um <laughs> there's a pastor i follow and he he calls it like you know when you go back and have your comfort foods mm-hmm. he goes i have these passages of scripture that are my comfort scriptures like eh, i want a little bit of that again today so yeah. that's your song song um mine is macaroni and cheese i do <laughs> i do love macaroni and cheese and cottage cheese not together uh, not like mixed i mean not big on the cottage cheese but you do you, dude. Not everyone can be perfect. Um, what else do you do? Like, what else do you do? You, do you worship? Mm-hmm. Listening to worship? You sing worship? Yeah. You're I on the worship, on the worship team. team. What What have you found in terms of, like, connection to the church? I mean, you you do play a specific role on the worship team. But, like, what can, 
what has that done or have you seen that do in in your life that connection that to the local church i mean i feel like i had already had kind of my roots here whenever mm-hmm. i before i even had my roots here mm-hmm. since my parents are on staff and all of like my my friends and Alaskan family mm-hmm. were already here and so it was kind of easy to just kind of yeah immerse myself sorry um into the culture here but I think being on the worship team especially it gave me like such a tight-knit community of people mm-hmm. who like are now the people that I go to when I need like mm-hmm. prayer mm-hmm. advice mm-hmm. you know mentorship some prayer mm-hmm. right <laughs> you yeah. know and so yeah. i think like having like not just like a place where i can do what i love which is worship yeah but like also gaining like a bunch of of like-minded people yeah to surround myself with have with between your community scripture worship um are there any words that you feel like god's given you in this, the last several, whatever, months of your life, be, would you mind sharing? Or? I mean, the biggest one that I've gotten, that I just keep getting over and over and over and over, is, and I don't even know what this means, it's just be patient. Okay. Which I hate. I hate that. I'm probably the least patient person you'll ever meet in your life. I'm, hold on, hold on. Do you know anyone who's like, oh man. Oh wait. You know the... No, I but I've love... met some people like that who are like, yeah, I'm okay with just sitting still and I waiting. Feel like... I am not I feel like, like they're that. liars. Maybe they are. Or maybe they've just gotten so accustomed to disappointment. They're like, okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> Probably. But it has, like, been so difficult. Because, like, these have not been easy years. <laughs> and there have been a lot of days where I, you know, keep waiting on, like, I don't know. The fulfillment of a promise, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Like waiting for, yeah. Like whatever is next, and I just keep getting. Be patient. I'm like that is so rude. <laughs> so how important is it to you? You know, like how important are are these words to you? Because I, f- I did not grow up in a cons- I did not grow up in a charismatic I have a word for you environment okay bummer right well yeah and oh your dad is always okay I know I got I'm spoiled rotten with my parents <laughs> so so I remember like a time where <laughs> spoiler on um I remember like I do remember a time where people would be like hey I have a word for you and I'm like okay it better be a Bible verse, like, because yeah. you can't add to scripture. Um, that's how nitpicky I was. So in that, growing up in this environment, and even I would say even looking around people you perceive to be healthy, healthy in their walk with the Lord, mm-hmm. like how important is it to you to have a word that you can hold on to, regardless if it's a chapter and verse of a Bible or just something where it's like, no this is what God's speaking to me. Like, how important is that? I find it really important because most of the words that I've gotten have been more or less just confirmation of words that I've got, like, received from the Lord himself. Okay. Yeah. 
so I just find them to be like encouraging and confirming to what I already know. Mm-hmm. I think I've gotten a few, a couple of times where it's just kind of just like hit me out of mm-hmm. nowhere where I'm like, oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I, I love them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if the Lord is calling you to speak to somebody, do it. Cause I mean, there have been plenty of people who have shared things with me mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, okay. I have you, been completely, like, changed my life. Like, exactly what you needed. Yeah. How would you encourage them to cultivate that? And I answer this in two ways. One is the person speaking a word. Um, I was, <laughs> I say, if you're a Baptist, it's an encouraging word. If you're charismatic, it's a prophetic word. Um, how would you... How would you encourage someone to cultivate that in their life for other people? It's, man, that's a hard one. I guess it's just, I don't know, because that's something that I feel like I'm still working on is knowing, like, whether or not that's me or if that's from the Lord or if, like, that's just, mm-hmm. like, like me already knowing what's going on in somebody's life and just mm-hmm. wanting to speak something encouraging into that or if that's actually something that the Lord wants them to hear. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, wait, wait. Let me back up. Let me ask the question this way, okay? How have you learned to hear the voice of God for you? For Ooh. you? Because then, because I, I think then that can carry over. If I can't hear the voice of God for, yeah. then I'm not going to hear it for you. Well, I mean, I I guess I I learned pretty young because I feel like like because a lot of people want to be like, oh, that's not the Lord. Like that's just your own. That's just your own thoughts. But, like, a lot of what the Lord was telling me was completely against anything that I would have, like, thought or believed at the time. Right. And so it's yeah. like, well, that's obviously not me. I'm because... a horrible person, and I'm having these nice, loving thoughts towards myself. <laughs> exactly. Mm. And so I'm like, huh. <laughs> oh, and just, like, like, being really, I don't know. I say in tune, but but how, like... how do you get how do you get there? Yeah, that's how a do hard you... question. <laughs> well, think back and like, what was it? Some things that you learned or learned to do, or someone encouraged you in. I don't. I don't know, man. I guess it's just like when he would speak, it would just be like acting on that immediately. Because for mm. me, it's like there are plenty of times where he's like flipped to first this verse. Mm-hmm blank blankety blank and I would flip to it and it would be like point blank exactly what I needed to hear that day mm-hmm. and so it's like oh okay so at, at some point you have to trust whatever it is that you're hearing and act upon it mm-hmm. okay How, <laughs> is there anything crazy that <laughs> are there any times where you feel like God spoke to you to do something and you're like nope hard pass nope absolutely <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I failed maybe a couple weeks ago because I, I have this, I wouldn't even consider her to be like a, a friend friend of mine, but she's an, like an acquaintance okay. of mine, where I just felt like I was supposed to, like, felt like the Lord was trying to get me to say something, but she was, she's a very, 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 we don't agree politically at all. Okay. Or, like... She is very against Christianity as a okay. whole. Okay. 
And so I was like, God, please, no, not this one. Not this one. She's going to roast me to film. I'm scared. And I was, I feel like I failed and I haven't stopped thinking about it since. But obviously that's how I know that it was a God thing because mm. I was like, I'm still feeling it. Is there, is it, is it recoverable? Meaning like, could you still like text or do something? I like mean, that? I could. That happened a couple of weeks ago and since things have just gotten worse between us. And so I feel like. I might have lost a little bit of my mm. my standing ground with her to be okay. able to speak. So I okay. would attribute that to be a lost opportunity, which okay. is super, super lame. Well, what about like praying like, God, will you make it either, can I redo? Can I get a redo? Yeah. <laughs> or it's something we talk tell our girls, you can do a redo. Um, like do a redo or God, if that if that has passed, obviously my bad receive your forgiveness give me a new one like a new opportunity with this person don't don't give me that like five year old (laughs) it is is scary that's the thing I know no yes and I don't think that and I that is very important to know that it is scary but it is also like operating out of like the piece that this is from the Lord Mm mm-hmm and like you, you don't have any control over how they're gonna receive it, mm-hmm. but it could like really, really help somebody. Mm-hmm. And so, if that's like worth putting your pride down for a hot second, do it. And I would say ninety nine point nine percent, same as. I was going to say, same as COVID death rate. Anyways, 99%. (laughs) It's going to be encouraging. Survival rate, you mean? Sorry, survival rate. 99.9% of people. That's like the black flag. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not that bad. (laughs) Survival. No, like, I can only, like, honestly count on my hand, like, one hand, the times I've had, not a negative word, but like a, hey, you need to step up here. Like, honestly, all of my words that I feel like God's given me for people are encouraging. And it may come with like a next step for them to to walk in. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like that's between them and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like I like for me it's um like I've had a I feel like I've had a few words for you, but it's always been something where it's like this is what God has for you. Yeah. And there's things I've received words. People like same thing where people give me words and it's encouraging, but I know, I personally know to walk in that there may be, I know for myself, lifestyle changes I need to. Yeah. Right? So, but that's what I mean is I feel like pe- it's funny how I can, you know, I can easily text or say to one of my friends like, oh man, you're an idiot. Like, right, you know, banter. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm like, I feel like God has a word for you. I'm like, do good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, all of a sudden I just don't know what to say. And <laughs> no, I feel right. Like, I get it. Why? Why is it so hard to I encourage people? Come on, Kalena. I need I, an answer. I am the worst at it. <laughs> I have a coworker. You actually met her today, Esmeralda. Oh, okay. Um, who is just so unfiltered with her compliments, mm-hmm. and I am just 
I am so jealous of her because oh, she'll be able to look at somebody in the drive-thru and be like, I love your shirt. And then there's me that I'll wait till they drive away and your I'm shirt's like, their shirt stupid. was really nice. And she'll be like, well, why didn't you tell them? Because I, mean, like, I chickened out. I Something about encouraging people is so difficult. I feel like... <laughs> and that makes me sound like a terrible Christian. I'm not, but it is really hard. No, no, I... I feel like no. I feel like you know the sandwich method where it's like you have something nice to say, and then you have a, a, a challenge, and then yeah. something nice to say. I feel like I'm the opposite, where I'm like, "You're stupid. God really loves you. Your hair's dumb." Or if anything, <laughs> I and my friends can can vouch for this, or my siblings can. Like it's all of like the things that they need to work on, and then one cherry on top compliment. That's how I operate, which is probably not good. No, I, I'm gonna be honest. It's just deal. like you have this and yeah. this and this yeah. and this, but you have a nice personality. So have Kalina, a good day. Kalina, God told me to tell you that <laughs> you can't do that anymore. <laughs> okay, that brings me to another whole set of questions. Have, have you ever had that where someone goes, Kalina God told me to tell you, and then and fill in the blank? And it was actual, like... Garbage? Garbage! What do you do with that? I just... I nod. Because for me, it's like if things... I don't know. What I have learned is that words that are actually from the Lord will hit me away mm-hmm. that, like, not... Some, like, some actual human fabricated stuff mm-hmm. will not hit me the same. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotten plenty mm-hmm. of quote unquote like words from the Lord mm-hmm. that have been absolute garbage. Garbage. Yeah. And so I just <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay, so how do you how do you how do you differentiate between um immediately applicable words? Words that you're like, okay, whatever that was, mm-hmm. and then that's immediate garbage. Like, how do you handle, I guess, maybe those three categories of words? Well, I mean, say it's a it's a word of encouragement that is like a dead set, you're right on target. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I don't know, it, it, they'll either, I'll just let it encourage me and okay. just... I don't know, be confirmation that I'm doing a good job. Mm-hmm. But if it's, I don't know, I feel like I've gotten some words that are also like, hey, you need to work on this. Mm-hmm. And those are not always the words that you want to hear. And because like you said, it comes with lifestyle change. And so those are the ones that I'll write down mm. and pray on. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like top tier, I guess, complimentary yeah. words of encouragement. It's like, oh, yeah. uh-huh, thank you. I'm yeah. going to let that soften my heart and sit on my shoulders for the today mm-hmm. and like that's awesome and I'll like revisit that in my mind in a couple of weeks um, versus the ones that it like takes actual work mm-hmm. that it's like ah oh, dang like that's that's right on target like you <laughs> you got me there also I hate you and I'm never that is the rudest you thing you ever said yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> but I'll those are the ones that I'm gonna ruminate on mm. you know and pray about what the next steps mm-hmm. look like.
what do you do with words someone has for you where it, like you know Th this person, there is it. Their word for you is something you know that they have an issue with with you. Mm. Okay, and at the same time, like you, you could be like, well, yeah, okay, then, like that's fair. God told me you need to put in more effort by doing the dishes. Yeah, hey, God told me to tell you. <laughs> no, I'm giving best case scenario. Okay, if someone's like, hey, Kalena, um. Seriously, you really need to do better at doing the dishes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know it's... Like, you know it is, like, yeah. a problem. Oh, you know what? No, I'm going to do worst case scenario. Okay, fine. Kalena, God told me to tell you that you need to do better at the dishes. Ooh. I do. No, but <laughs> but what do you do with that? Like, with... How do you take that? How do you not, Gosh, like, be like, you know what? You... <laughs> so what I do is immediately get upset yeah. and then immediately tell everyone on Facebook that they need yeah, God told me it. to tell them. I <laughs> feature myself on your podcast just to talk about them. Speaking of which, I there's someone I need to tell you about. <laughs> I have a sorry, I have a prayer request. <laughs> no, but I mean, I feel like that's kind of a a double-edged something cuz I mean, if if I were to receive a word for a like say a roommate, mm -hmm. if this is what the scenario is, for a roommate that does a really garbage job at the dishes, mm -hmm. like number one, not that that's like not something the Lord would speak into, but it's also like kind of funny to me. <laughs> no, it, like I'm using a very yes. silly example because there are very serious things that I've heard <laughs> of, particularly. Like on it, like literally just today, husband and wife. Yeah. God wants them to do this, and it's like, well, you're not the messenger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's. Hmm. So how? Yeah, using I the funny, silly would be, dish one. I guess I'm gonna think about it from the receipt, like the the word haver's point of view, because I I think that that takes a lot of like prayer in order to have the knowledge to be able to speak into that into in mm -hmm. a way that isn't just like I'm saying this from me mm -hmm. like no this is actually coming from the Lord and so navigating like that through prayer of like how am I going to communicate this in a mm -hmm. way that is going to be received not as me coming for them um, and then I guess on the flip side I don't know I've never, because like honestly, my the human in me, I think I would be a little bit like, are you sure that's from the Lord? <laughs> maybe, maybe the Lord. Becky, are you sure that's from the Lord? Tell you about uh, cleaning up your clothes. Do you have first. a problem? Yeah, no. So I'm like trying to think of how I would. Okay, so how would you deliver? I have my own thoughts, but I'm curious as to what you'd think. How would you deliver a hard word like that where it's just like absolute frustration? <clears throat> I don't know. I I hate to say this, but I'd have to pray about it. You know, I'd have sure. to yeah. spend some time figuring out exactly how I'm going to communicate that. But I mm -hmm. I don't know. Like So in my book, I talk about how to deal with these situations. Shameless plug. <laughs> I actually, I do talk about it. But <laughs> plug. Um, Bye on love today. No. Okay. So do you, Okay. 
I don't know if this is in line with this conversation or not, but maybe. So one of the things I, I one of the things I've I've had the gift of for a long time is discernment, and I've how I've operated in that is I would be like, you have this issue in your life, fix it. Mm. Right. Yeah. No. Not. I didn't say I was good at it. <laughs> sounds a bit abrasive, but. <laughs> so, it. Um, what was it? Probably a few years ago, four-ish years ago, someone challenged me on with the gift of discernment is the gift of being able to communicate. Mm. That True. Discernment yeah. being one of the prophetic, like fitting in a prophetic word. How do you communicate a prophetic word? And they brought me back to, uh, I believe it was First Samuel 12, maybe it's Second Samuel 12, with Nathan coming to David. And having a challenging hard word for him mm-hmm. and he cloaked it in a story uh, a way david would receive it um and what i've realized is with this sermon or where i perceive something about someone um the way god has this is like the rule and i know there's exceptions to the rule but like for me <laughs> this has to be the rule so let's say there's a guy who is a horrible horrible dad seemingly desiring to be better but you know and I see that on it like I see that um the way God has kind of helped me communicate that is okay what attributes can I praise in that person Mm. and allow the Holy Spirit to come in with here's how that person is not lining up with his word so great example I had a dad not not like abusive at all but not encouraging <laughs> not an encouraging dad and the word i had for him i saw that but the word i feel like i gave me for him was god sees you as an incredibly loving and gracious grace-filled dad for your son that was the word i had i personally didn't see that but that was the word i feel like he was given and that it was it was a lesson and then as I've seen this happen in my life where someone has a word about me being a faithful husband or me being, you know, whatever it is. And all of a sudden in my brain, it's, but I'm doing this, 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 Mm -hmm. this, this. And it's, it's like, I don't even need that um, conviction from someone else because if I get an encouraging word immediately, I'm going to be like, I'm not lining up here because I did this. I said this yesterday. Uh, Right. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just as I was thinking through the question for you, I was just thinking through it myself of what would I do or how would I communicate a hard truth like that? And I don't know, that's just something I've been trying to work on. It goes back to encouragement though, yeah. which I am horrible at. Yeah. Don't nod your head like you agree with that. Statement. I mean, I do because I am also poor at it. I'm not saying that yeah, you're, you're like, the worst. Yeah, you're. I'll be honest. You're you're really horrible. You're a terrible, terrible Never person. Never have I ever received anything encouraging from you, man. <laughs> you are in fact the worst. I am shocked you even have a ministry. <laughs> I don't even know how it works. And God wants me to tell you that you are the worst. Um, you, <laughs> you are garbage. <laughs> That's Bible, man. That's Bible. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes is someone's like, you know, if they're bitter or upset at someone, they're like, well, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I'm just about my father's business. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that one. That's good. That's a good word. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> no, it's, no not. It's, not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a good word. I do not support that. Okay, so maybe to wrap up. Okay, so is there anything else? Like, if someone is like, "Hey, I want, I want more in my relationship with God. I don't know what to do. Like, what are some? Okay, you did reading, worship. Um, you know, hearing God's voice and making yourself. Like putting yourself in positions yeah, and around. Making yourself available. How would you do that? I would cancel plans. I would mm. sit in my room and lose sleep just to have like quality time with mm. the Lord. But I, I don't, Clint, I don't have time right now. It's a busy season to do that stuff. Yikes. No, have you ever heard yes, something? Yes, no, okay. I have. And I've I've been that person before, but it's like th- these are busy, busy, busy times. You know, everybody's running away, but like you look at some people that just are able to keep their cool, you know, and like have a have a peace about them and it's like ask them what they do every day and they start mm-hmm. their day with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know? So I mean, it's like like that's on you. Like mm-hmm. if you would like to have your your head chaotic sure mm-hmm. Hmm. you know don't spend quality time with the lord how did you <clears throat> like how did you develop that like is is your time with god like three hours long is it like 30 seconds long like what does your time with god look like then it depends on the day it, de- okay. it also depends on like like because some days i need hmm. like more okay like especially on days where I get really really bad news, or something terrible happens, mm. like those are going to be the days that I have to spend three hours. Okay. But then there's also like the time in the morning that I specifically set out, mm-hmm. like to read my Bible and to read my devotional and you know get my listen to my worship music while I'm doing my makeup before I go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, those are like the simple things that may only take a couple minutes of your day mm-hmm. or like in the car on the way to wherever you're going, spend some time in prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are easy ways to get to like spend time with the Lord that make it that doesn't have to be like hours, hours long. But, like, I know that some days I need hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And so I will make time for that. Be like, hey, can't come to dinner tonight. Like, I've got I've got to spend some time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing too hot. Yeah. You know, it's just. Do you, um, do you. Oh, my goodness. I had this question. And it... Nice. I know. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Um, all right. You have to spend time morning. Um, how this is makes for horrible listening when I'm fumbling over the next question. Thanks. Oh, no. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. So in, in, in this, in 
worship listening, seeking his face, hearing his voice. Is there something over the last few weeks or whatever this season is for you? Um, and I'm not talking about like holiday season. I'm talking, you know, like seasons of mm-hmm. life. Do you feel like there's been a very specific thing that God is like, hey, Kalina, here's what I have for you or here's what I want to move you toward? Um, like a word in that way. And if, if if you're willing to share, do you mind sharing? Nothing, which is super funny that you would ask, because nothing in particular, okay. which has really actually kind of bothered me the oh, last okay. couple okay. of weeks. Because well, some, okay. sometimes it feels like I'm like walking in the right direction, but like mm-hmm. I'm always the kind of person that I'm in like point A, point B, point C. Like mm-hmm. I like to know where I'm going. And right now I know where I'm supposed to be, but like, where am I going? Hmm. Which is where that whole be patient yeah. message comes back over and over and over. But it is like a season of a little bit of frustration of mm-hmm. not knowing exactly what's going on and what to do. But having to trust that it's mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. I'll just wait I'm longer. having a great time. Yeah. But I mean, nothing in part, like nothing yeah. in particular. Okay. Unfortunately. I think that's why some translations of the Bible, like dealing with patience, call it long suffering. Oh, yeah. It's suffering for sure. It's the worst. <laughs> My life is fine. It's good. I live a good life. But also, I would just like to know where it's going. It's so also, boring. waiting sucks. Also, waiting sucks. It's like being at sea. With no land, mm. you know, and you're just like, are we ever going to see land again? Right. Are we just going to be tossed around out here forever? You know, like, are right. we going to sink in, in, in drown? Okay, but wait, wait, wait. Has God, so in waiting, mm-hmm. is there anything God's specifically told you to do in the waiting? Worship. Okay. No, and th- that's what I mean is like, I, I feel like even in... I mean, I don't know. He has really like made it a point to like like praise me for what like for what I've done. Mm. Okay. You know, like not what I'm going to do. Mm. Cuz it's like I I know that I have good things in store for my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and I'm f- forever thankful for the, what he's done, but it he, Sometimes you do come to a place where it's like, okay, you've done all these things, and now I'm in this in this place where it's like, the miraculous isn't happening anymore, and I'm like, hello, mm-hmm. like, are you still there? <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, I don't know. It's been a challenge, but I definitely feel like, like that's one thing that God has really been challenging me to do, where it's just like, praise me in this time where you don't really want to, you know, which yeah. has been. A huge growing period because some days I'm just like angry yelling. Yeah. At like at the top of the van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know, but hmm. I don't know, just being like just continuing to thank him for what he's done and not necessarily just be waiting and waiting and waiting on what he's going to do. Yeah. Because it'll come. Yeah. I know it will. But it's an exercise in faith, in trust. Yeah. Which is hard. But yeah. that's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. No, I appreciate that. 
I, I appreciate the your willingness to share. Um, I think it's always hard when you're in a in a season of I don't know. I think we go through in our life these I'll call them kind of to differentiate like mana seasons and then promised land seasons where it's like that is such a good way of putting it dude i don't know like it, i just came up with it right now that and is such a good way of putting that's it, gonna though. be my next book um it's like i feel like i'm currently in my my mana season where i have not yet made it to the promise right land. for the day like you you have to take today for today exactly no more no less you're not gonna get tomorrow's plan mm-hmm. you're getting today's plan but the hard part and i I'm sure you've walked through this season, too, where God is saying, okay, no more mana. Now it's time to go into the promised land. But it's like, but I liked when I knew. What was going to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. the promised land is like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. And promised land is where all the giants are. Exactly. I don't want to go in the, I want to yeah. go to mana land. But then we're in mana land and but we're then like. we're stuck in mana land. <laughs> yeah. I want to know where I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Man. Sometimes I, I am smart <laughs> and say what? smart things. <laughs> no, that was a good one. I think that's my favorite. I think that's the favorite one for me. Um, Kalena, thank you so much for coming back on. Hey. Guest host. Thanks Kalena. for keeping on inviting me here. <laughs> Absolutely. I just enjoy my conversation. Like, I don't... I'd, so do the three other people who listen. Actually, your podcast, uh, I was just looking before you got on, have... Um, upwards of 200 listens. Oh. That's just listens. That's not video or anything like that. Oh, that's uh, terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish you wouldn't have told me that. Really? No, it's awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome, but it's also super nerve-wracking because it's like, oh, people yeah, obviously, that's me. People obviously want to listen because you're the one that have, have a good, yeah, you're good. Good. You're good. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll see you next Plenum. week. <laughs> yeah, <that's great. laughs> No, thank you so much, and I will. I will definitely have you back on. I probably should do a few other people in between. Yeah, maybe. I need to have, have my wife. Else. I need to have my wife back on. Yeah, throw in some variety, and then I'll come back. In like two weeks, <laughs> have two <laughs> other guests, and then I'll come back. No, Kalinda, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming. Um, is there any place that people can find you at or see? things that you're doing at all or no do you not really I mean, do anything i'm not really i am on social media yeah. but i don't really use it okay you can find me on <laughs> instagram but it's mostly just pictures of my sibling yeah <laughs> okay i just wasn't sure you i have nothing cool okay no it's fine i don't know i'm fine with that i like i was just curious wanted to give, give you thank you yeah. thank you yeah all right guys oh i did want can you pray for people to hear be able to better hear God's voice. That was one thing I thought about when you were talking is Aww. I'd like her to pray for people who are like, I don't know. Can you yeah. do that? Awesome. <clears throat> Father God, I just, I thank you for whoever is listening right now, whether it's three people, one person, or 200 mm-hmm. people. God, I pray for those that struggle to hear your voice or have trouble discerning what is them or, or what is you. God, I pray mm-hmm. that you would just lift the veil from over their eyes and and show them your face. God, I pray that they would feel your presence in a way that they've never felt your presence, God, and hear your voice in a way that they've never heard your voice before. Make yourself abundantly clear to them that there would be no shadow of a doubt that what they are hearing is 100% from you, God. Mm -hmm. And give them the boldness to 
be obedient in whatever it is that they are hearing, whether that's sharing with others or being obedient to spend time with you at all. God, I pray that you would soften hearts that are afraid to hear what you might have to say. Mm. God, and I, I just pray for a peace, God, and a boldness in them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. 